Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 112, how to be a proud affiliate partner without sounding like a sleazy used car salesman. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about affiliate, being an, an affiliate partner and what that is and what that can do for you, for your business, and also how to do it all with integrity. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so today we're talking about affiliate marketing and what that is and how not to sound like a sleazy used car salesman. So I don't I don't mean this against car salesmen because there are some wonderful people out there that are really, really trying to make sure that they get you in the best possible car and that they are working with you in every possible way. But you know, it feels very like heavy sometimes when you're buying a car and you feel like you're getting this slick person that's like ready to wheel and deal you and it feels like you're not really getting a deal. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. So if you your, you or husband sells cars or somebody sells cars that you know and love. I am in no way meaning to criticize them. I'm just kind of looking at the stereotype of what it feels like to be sold to in a way that doesn't feel right to us. So that's what we're talking about today. I just wanted to clarify that and make sure that I'm not offending anyone and that I kind of explain what I mean when I say that. But before we get started, I'd like to tell you that today's episode is being sponsored by my podcasting academy for teachers and teacherpreneurs. If you have a lot to say and you are ready to share it with the world, then Podcasting Academy for Teachers and Teacherpreneurs might just be the, the course you need to help you get from step one, which is to even think about you, what kind of content you could include, to the next possible step and then all the steps in between to launching. So inside Podcasting Academy for Teachers and Teacherpreneurs, you will learn to podcast with support and encouragement. So would you like to start a podcast? It's so exciting when you think about all that you can do with your podcast and how you can reach your audience and how you can show up consistently and how you can really drive that traffic to your TPT shop or your website, how you can, you know, your call to action can even be a freebie and gaining an email subscriber and the list goes on. So starting a podcast is one of the most effective ways to build an audience of teachers and grow your brand. But the 
process of getting started can be overwhelming. It can feel overwhelming. What equipment do you need? Where do you record? How do you edit? How do you get your show on Apple? And even once your show goes live, like how are you going to make sure people find it? So I'm here to help you cut through the confusion to not only learn how to properly plan and launch your podcast, but to encourage you along the way. So imagine that you could plan two months of podcast content in 30 minutes. We're going we're gonna to do that inside Podcasting Academy for Teachers and Teacherpreneurs. You're going to master the technical elements. I'm going to take you step by step through the technical process and empower you to create and post your own podcast. And you will share your message with the world. And that is one of the truly most exciting parts of having a podcast. So if you're ready for Podcasting Academy for Teachers and Teacherpreneurs, I hope you will hop on over to my website at trinadeveryteachingandlearning.com. You can see um, PD and courses. Just go ahead and click on there and you will find Podcasting Academy for Teachers and Teacherpreneurs and you can just hop on over there. It's going to redirect you to Kajabi and it's trina-debery.mykajabi.com forward slash Pat, P-A-T. So you can also find it that way. No link to the show notes. If you are a teacherpreneur, raise your hand listener, you also get a deal by using that code T-R-H-Y. So save a little money and start podcasting today. Now let's get on with the show. So Today, we are talking about affiliate marketing. So first of all, what is affiliate marketing? Affiliate marketing, and I have talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm trying to remember what episode it was. It's hard for me to remember. I don't always remember all of my episodes. (laughs) In fact, a lot of times they get like really... um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like they kind of get lost in my brain. And then I'm like, wait a minute, did I talk about this? Have I said this? Have I had this person on the show? And so that can be like, that can be a little crazy. So I did talk about what are the advantages and disadvantages of affiliate marketing for teacherpreneurs on episode 97, which I will also link to in the show in the show notes. So you can get a, you can have a chance to check that out. But today I want to talk about like, first of all, what is it? It really is you promoting someone else's product. You're recommending, possibly promoting, sharing a special unique URL that belongs to you that like gives you the credit that you are sharing with others. And I like to think of it as me promoting or recommending a product that I believe in and would like to share with my with my friends or my family or my you know fellow teacherpreneurs and I you know really am invested in the product you don't have to be invested in the product you can do you know there's affiliate marketing on things like Amazon where maybe you are you know recommending a book or, you know, several books or materials for something and you are, you know, created a blog post or a podcast episode and you're linking to some of those things. So maybe you don't feel like a huge investment in recommending like a microphone. I do have an affiliate um, marketing, an affiliate, Amazon affiliate partnership. And so I do recommend the microphone I recommend for my course, which is the Samsung Q2U. And I, I I recommend this microphone because I love it, because I've done sound checks, because I've listened to podcasts 
or not podcast, YouTube videos where they have done like a, a comparison and contrast, a compare and contrast. And so I firmly believe in this microphone and in my course, you need a microphone unless you're going to, you're going to do it on a, stru- a shoestring budget, which I do talk about and you can always do that. But I just put that affiliate link in there because it's like a few cents on the dollar that you earn in Amazon. Amazon is not, unless you're like massive. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't do a ton for me. I'll say that doesn't do a ton for me. I know people, some people do really well with that. And congratulations, because that for me, that seems hard. (laughs) It seems really hard. But if you have a lot of traffic to your website, and all those kind of things, it definitely makes a difference. All right, so hopefully you understand what what an affiliate partner is. So these are some do's that I think we want to consider. Now, I am a proud partner, and I am a proud partner specifically with two different, I don't know, I guess you'd say organizations, one of which is Amy Porterfield. I am a proud partner of Digital Course Academy and even her um, email course, which I have promoted on the podcast as a way to you know, support the podcast. If you are looking for an email course and you want to support the podcast, then hopefully you will use the affiliate link through me. And that, you know, gives me a little bit of a kickback. And then that helps me continue the podcast. But DCA is a little bit different. And but I am a, again, I'm a proud partner with Amy. I won't go into every detail of my affiliate partnerships. Um, I will share some of that because I do think maybe it can be helpful to you in the future. But I also am a proud partner with YDP, Your Data Playbook. And this is another product that I believe in with all of my heart and have seen a huge difference for myself. I've experienced a difference as well, a difference as well as seeing others experience experience success. And so and sometimes you are a partner with someone where you can see the potential. And actually, YDP is a great example of like seeing the potential. I was part of the beta group. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be amazing. This is incredible work. These people are so smart. So I I do remember feeling like that and have always felt that way. So I think that you know, that's, those are the ones that I am, but I, I don't have a ton of different partnerships. I do have other things that I use that I would recommend, but I don't put a lot of my time and energy around that. It's kind of more of like, if somebody, you know, wanted to do to use that, like if they were looking for like, I want to use Kajabi, I have a an affiliate link to Kajabi, but I don't promote that very often because it's not something that I, it's not something that I firmly stand behind and believe in with all my heart and soul. So I, I really like to stick to things that I feel, I feel passionate about. So I think that's one thing to consider when you are considering affiliate marketing. Do you, how do you feel about the product? What does it mean to you? Because there's some things to keep in mind. So let me, let me share some of the do's. So do share valuable information with your audience. It can be valuable information that is around the particular product or has to do with that. Like for example, for digital courses, I might share information that has to do with building an email list. I might do, you know, a little thing about email lists. I might talk to another teacherpreneur about their course creation journey. I might talk to you about how to 
poll or survey your audience. I might talk to you about brainstorming ideas. So I, I might give you these different tools and strategies or, or information from other experts so that you can start to see some of the benefits of the thing that I think is really important and can be such a game changer. So you want to give people valuable information as far as, you know, offering them you know, things that they can learn and things they don't, that they can do without purchasing, you know, the product or resource that you are promoting. I, I like to do that. Like I like to think, well, they can walk away and if they never, you know, join DCA or they never do YDP, they can still do this because I have given them something of value. That's what my hope. So do offer value, value to your audience. Do offer value content related to the promotion, like I said, do give genuine feedback and thoughts. I think it's really important here to to show up with a with integrity and to to give your true opinion or thoughts or stories on this. Like for example, with DCA, I I'm a firm believer. I think I've got way more information than just digital courses. I feel like I got a marketing like a marketing degree, or at least a minor in marketing. And it was, it has, it changed everything. Like I started two podcasts because of going through DCA. I created courses because going through DCA. I learned about running a Facebook group. I learned, there was just so many things that I learned that I feel like it was so worth it. But I didn't have mind-blowing success on my courses. I'm more than made up for the amount that I invested into DCA. I have gone way over that amount, at least 10 times over. So that, you know, that's good. So I definitely got my investment back and more. And I, so I feel good about that, but I don't have stories to tell you where I, you know, came out of the gate and made $200,000. So (laughs) there are, there are stories like that, even from teacherpreneurs that we know and love. And so I think it's possible. I like to believe that it's possible. And I think it's exciting. But it wasn't me. So I am honest. And I also tell people, you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to create a course. And you have to be ready to give some time and energy and effort to it. And so those are things to take in consideration when you do things like DCA. So I I am very honest about that, but I really want to make sure that I show up with integrity and honesty because, you know, this is your reputation that you're putting out there. You know, you you want to be known as someone that that recommends things that are worthy, that are incredible, that are life-changing sometimes. So I don't want to be known as someone that just is like, you really got to try this one product and then it's not that great. And I actually have some people right in my mind where I'm like, everything they've ever recommended, I didn't love it. So in my mind, you know, you lose a little bit of credibility. You go, okay, well, I'll take what they have to say, but I'm really going to do my research behind it because I'm not so sure (laughs) about some of the things that they've recommended. And that's not what I want to happen from me. Um, And maybe, you know, I feel like sometimes people feel that when I, whenever I recommend Milanote, which I have no affiliate promote partnership with. But um, and then they go to Milanote and they're like, Oh, I don't love Milanote. But you know, you have to have you have to be a certain kind of thinker, I think to like Milanote very visual, kind of artsy in a way it's it's like, a it's definitely not 
like a you know a, a spreadsheet with very organized steps. It's kind of so different. And so, but so I don't recommend that to everyone because I don't think everyone has has you know thinks like that. Some people need a, a totally you know, more, more structure. They need more of a, more of a system. And I probably do too, but Milano works for me. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Okay. So do offer value information, genuine feedback and thoughts, show up with integrity, do share your opinions or your personal experiences. I think that's so important. And do possibly even create a bonus experience. Sometimes, especially with like big ticket items, it's nice for people to feel like they're getting something extra out of the experience. You know, it's, it's a little bit of an incentive to join through you as well. So those are some of the do's and I'll get more into that that bonus experience in a second, but I want to talk about some of the don'ts. Some of the things that make people feel like affiliate marketing is just, you know, a really sleazy salesperson. So that is, you know, that can be a problem and that's why I think it gets such a bad rap. So I don't think we should blast our offer inside of other people's Facebook groups. I think that that is just not great etiquette. Now, if you have a blog post, if you have a podcast episode, if you have something that also offers value and may, you know, direct them to to purchase or may direct them to a, a freebie or a lead magnet or whatever, um, and you're sharing that, like that free content, then I think that's different. That's why I think it's important to like be consistently showing up for an audience with whom you're going to, you know, share offers and ideas and resources with, because you're already showing up consistently, you're already offering them value, it feels like, you know, it feels like a natural progression. So I would say, I think you can share podcast episodes, I think you can share, you know, blogs, but I don't think you can just blast in other people's groups about, you know, oh, guess what, I'm gonna, I'm a partner with, um, I don't even can't even think of one as a as like a you know, one that's not real. Let's just say um, beefy dog food. I'm a partner with beefy dog food. I'm just going to share about this and every Facebook group I know. That can look a little sleazy. So we want to be really careful with that. So don't just blast in other people's groups. You can share in your own group. You can create a group and nurture it and, you know, show up consistently and all the things it takes in a Facebook group. And you can share all you want in your own Facebook group. But don't share in others unless you have gotten permission. Some people are all right with that. Most people are not. Another thing not to do is don't hijack another affiliate partner's post. So for example, let's say you're in a group and we're all in a lot of teacherpreneur groups and somebody posts how they need, you know, what's the best course for, um, to create courses. Like what's the best course I needed to create courses? And somebody responds with a, a course and they share, you know, their experience or whatever. And then, and then there's an affiliate person that would be like me jumping on there and going, Oh, no, you got to get you got to do DCA. That's the best course. Let me tell you about DCA. So we want to be careful with that, especially if it's another affiliate, if another affiliate is responding to a post, (laughs) we don't have to have 25 other people respond to that same post. That feels 
icky and a little like a little tacky. So I think we have to be and I don't mean to sound judgmental. I think we've all made that mistake. I know I've totally made that mistake. And I think it's just part of learning. But I think we just want to be careful with that with that because I, I don't think it comes across very well. Another thing not to do, so you don't sound like a sleazy salesperson, is don't share your your link to your general audience if you haven't shown up for them in any other way. Unless you are sharing it with like a close friend or maybe someone in your mastermind or someone who specifically asked you for it. So when you decide to be an affiliate partner, you have to think about, wait a minute, is this my audience that I normally speak to? Are these my colleagues? Are these, you know, how, what is the relationship between the people I want, you know, to to sign up through me? And if I'm not showing up in any way, I don't have an email list, I don't have a podcast, I don't have a blog, you know, blog, I don't have a website, I don't have a YouTube channel, I don't have any of the things where this is this audience that I normally speak to, then then you might want to think about it because it, it it seems more appropriate to share with like close people and people that have specifically asked you. It's harder for you to get your message out there when you're not also adding some type of value. It's something to consider. You don't have to. There's plenty of people that have been partners with things that this is not their audience, like sharing things with other teacherpreneurs. Their audience is sharing things with teachers. And if it makes sense for teachers to join, then you can talk about it to teachers. And if it doesn't, like, I don't know if, if I'm a teacher, I don't need YDP. Um, I don't need to, um, I don't need to look at my data closely if I'm a teacher and not a teacher seller. So I just think those are things to keep to keep in mind. You want to you want to think about your relationship because it sounds great. Oh, this is a little bit of extra money. But then you're like, Oh, man, who am I going to talk to? And if you want to do that, if you want to be an affiliate partner, then maybe it's time to start thinking about how you can also give back to the community in which you want to share. So do you want to start a podcast? Hey, if you do, I got a course for you. <laughs> or do you want to start an email list? Do you want to start a Facebook group? Is there some way that you can offer value? Maybe even a TikTok channel. Oh boy, I swear. Anyway, okay. So the, that's something to keep in mind. The key is to be someone that others can trust. Show up consistently through through one, any of those things. Email, podcast, a group that offers value, a course, something like that. I also believe in working for my affiliate payout. So I think this is something that I want to explain a little more. I, I think it's a good idea sometimes, this is one of those, other, another do that I threw in after the don'ts, is consider a going above and beyond. When somebody trusts you and uses your link, sometimes it doesn't do any, it's nothing. It's like, okay, just give me your link and I'll use it and that's fine. But sometimes you like really put yourself out there and you, you offer, you know, one-on-one -on -one tutorials or you sit with a group of people and you explain a product or you share your own personal information and so that they can learn and understand and see the value themselves. You know, when you go out and you're going above and beyond, you are creating relationship and you are like really working for that commission. Not that I don't think you have, you know, have to do that. I'm just saying that that's something to think about. And sometimes when you, like for me, I always offer a bonus. And sometimes it's my time. 
which I feel like is really valuable. Like we all should feel that way. Our time is really, really valuable. So if I'm offering to show up weekly and, you know, for an hour and coach you through a program, that's pretty massive. Or I'm, you know, or if it's bi-monthly and I'm going to, you know, again, coach you through a program, that is a pretty, you know, that's a pretty massive bonus from my standpoint, because sometimes that's hard to do. And it kind of makes you look at what am I really like, what is what, how much of this is really worth it? If I'm making this percentage on something, and I'm giving this many hours at in a response, is it worth it? So that's something to, to keep in mind, if you're going to do some type of bonus, sometimes you will give away courses or anything that has to do that will help the person in, in the course that they're or a product that you're trying to, you know, support. Those are just things to think about. All right, um, let's see. <sighs> Most importantly, be true to yourself and kind towards others. Sometimes I feel like that scarcity mentality comes in in affiliate marketing where you're like, I, I know I can have enough people to, to share this with. You know, I'm going to tell you a story because I, I had this happen to me. When I first became an affiliate partner with Digital Course Academy, the very first year, it was, um, you know, there weren't very many teacherpreneurs that were also a DCA affiliate. So I felt like I had, you know, a pretty good open field to, um, to speak to. And that's, I was also creating, you know, a podcast for teacherpreneurs and I was trying to be active. I'd done a virtual learning party for teacherpreneurs. And so I feel like I was doing some things for that. And I'm like, okay, I can speak to, to speak to these people. But then the next year we have a big time hitter and we all know and love Jamie Sears and she, she's incredible. And she became a DCA affiliate partner. And I was like, oh man, she's going to take everyone. And then I thought, what a scarcity mindset that is. Like I need to believe there's enough for everyone. And if I don't, then I need to recheck my mindset because I've said this before, and I'll say it again, every time I function from a scarcity mindset, I sabotage myself. I mess it up. I fail. I flounder. I do things that I wouldn't normally do, like hijacking someone else's post or DMing them behind you know someone else's back. Those are things that I'm not proud of. And those are things that I don't want to do as an affiliate marketing person, because that does make me look like a sleazy salesperson. And that's not who I want to be. So that's just something to, to keep in mind. And affiliate marketing, it definitely gets a bad rap. So let's let's be the change that we want to see. All right, I want you to there's I have seven things that I want you to consider. And then we'll wrap up this episode. All right. So one of the things if you decide yes, this is for me, I really want to promote someone else's product. These are things to consider. How well do you know the product? Did you do your research? Do you know when you, you know, do you know what it's like once you hand off your lead? So if I'm going to put my reputation on the line and I'm going to, I'm going to promote or support a specific resource, when I hand them over to the expert, do I feel like they're going to be taken care of? Do I feel like that person is a reflection of what I believe? Now, I do take it really personally. Not everybody takes it really personally, and that's okay. I do because I don't want to lead people to something that I don't love 
or that I feel isn't good or is it doesn't take care of people or doesn't value people that I don't want anything to do with things that don't value others. So I will say that right up front. So I do want to make sure when I hand you over, if when I hand you over to Amy Porterfield, I am a thousand percent certain that you're going to be taken care of. And that's a really, really good feeling. And that's what you want from your partnerships. That was just one example. I have other examples with my other partners, but that's just one example. So that's something to think about. Another thing to consider is what type of affiliate program is being offered. What is the commission structure? Will this likely change in the future? And if so, will you have ample notification? Will you receive clear communication? How will you be paid? Can you expect this consistently? These are things to think about when you are deciding you want to be a part of an affiliate program. And I will say through experience, I've learned that, you know, programs that have really strong affiliate partners or really strong affiliate programs are, are ones that I enjoy working with because they have their stuff together and it's clear and it's concise and it's consistent. It doesn't change. It's the same thing. This is the way that it's laid out. And so I think that that is something to consider because it can be confusing. It can be frustrating. You can feel like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Why did you make this choice? Why did you do that? All those kind of things. And again, when you're functioning in that frustration level or that scarcity mindset, Oh, you do things you're not proud of. I definitely am guilty of that. So I think those are things that you want to know in advance and you really want to understand. Another thing to consider is how quickly can you offer your bonus package? So if I'm going to give a bonus package to someone, I need to know how soon I'm going to be able to have access to the people who signed up through me. You really want to keep this in mind because sometimes in your like verbiage or in your wording, in your copywriting, you are saying things like, you know, when you, when you buy a yearly membership or when you purchase this, pay the full price, you know, for the course, you're going to get these bonuses. And so you, it's sometimes it feels kind of timely and you feel like you need to know when am I going to get access to the people so that I can I can give them access to my bonuses. And and that's happened to me a couple of different times. And so sometimes you want to make sure you know this in advance as well, because some people will wait until the whole entire thing is over with and in a, and weeks after it's closed and you're feeling like I'm letting my people down. And, and so you, it's, that can be frustrating and some people will give it to you immediately. Like you have it immediately. As soon as somebody signs up, you get the, you know, you get a thing here, this person just signed up through you and that can be great. So those are things to keep in mind. Also, how much time are you going to devote to selling someone else's product? Is it really worth your time? Is it worth your reputation? For me, you know, two of the things that I fully support that I are my main, you know, focus as far as something that's not mine are worth my time. And they are, I do feel like I'm proud to be associated with them. So as far as my reputation goes, I hope that people feel like they can trust me and that I've been honest and that I will also support them. I don't want them to just sign up through me and then see ya. 
I actually, <laughs> I actually want to show up and support them. Now, you don't have to show up with me. You can go through things and that's, you know, you've had enough of me. That's fine. But I do offer support with at least those two items and I, I want, I'll show up for you. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, another thing to consider, I think I'm on maybe number one, two, three, four, five. So this is number five. How much assistance do you have from your partner? Is, you know, as far as like being a, a you know, an affiliate partner, are, is there copywriting done for you? Like, do you have swipe copy, swipe files? Like, so you can, you can use specific words for the email and social media and all that stuff. Are there images included? Do you have access to audio or video from the partner? And those kinds of things like you want to, you want to know if you have that as well, because that can make it really helpful. For example, and this is one that I don't ever think about being an affiliate, but I am, and that's for StemCon. And I also contribute to StemCon. So it, it, you know, that partnership is not just me supporting someone else's resource that I think is amazing, which I do, but it's also I'm a part of it as well. So it's a little bit of a different relationship, but it's still an affiliate partnership. And I love how much, how much information they give you. And I love that they have copy already done for you and images already done for you and all this stuff already done for you. It makes it so much easier to share. So that's something to keep in mind. All right. Um, let's see. What is the number six? Is there a fair system behind the scenes? So what do I mean in this case? Like, are all points of contact cookied? Like if, if, if you're leading your people to say a webinar or a Q&A or a podcast episode or a lead magnet or any of those things, is it being note like picked up on on the back end? Because if I lead people to something and then they take it from there, how do they know that I sent them there in the first place? So you really want to know, is that being done well? And I have been in, you know, multiple situations where in some cases it's done so well. And in other cases, I, I, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm confused. And, and so you really want to make sure that that's done well. Um, and do you have a moral dilemma? that has happened before. Like if, if an, a partner has decided that, you know, something's not commissionable or, or, or something's changed in the process and you're like, oh gosh, should I be encouraging that or not encouraging that? Because then I don't get credit for that. And you don't want to be in a, like in a moral dilemma because I always want to give you advice that's best for you. And if it's not best for me, that's okay. What's best for you? Is it not to do it? Is it to stay away from it or any, I, I'll tell you that, but when it becomes like, oh man, if they do this or that, you, you just don't want to be in that situation because you, it, it's difficult. It's a difficult situation. We're all human. We're, we're human people and we are trying to take care of our own families as well. So, so don't put yourself in that moral dilemma, like really figure that out. Um, and also, yeah, that's just something to keep in mind. And then the last thing to consider is I want you to think about something. Is your, is your natural feeling, do you feel good about it? 
Do you feel good about what you have to offer, what you have to say, what you're doing? Because we are so, we are so easily feel guilty. Like we should be doing everything for free. And if you caught my money mindset session at TPT, then you, which I'm recording this before that. So, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, but this will come out actually during the conference. This episode is coming out during the conference. So you might not even catch this episode for a while because you're going to be so inundated with all the things that have to do with the TPT conference. But if you, once you've had a chance to listen to this episode, you might've heard that my money mindset session. And I talked about like, we got to step into that. We got to change our mindset. It's okay for us to want to, to want to make money. That's okay. No matter what your reason is, it's all right. And we've got to let go of any past shame or doubt or judgment on making money. So, and do you feel, do you feel good about it? Like I want to feel good about what I have to offer and what I have to share. So that's something that I try to really hold on to. And it's just something to consider. I hope this affiliate marketing session helps you if that's the the path you want to take. It can be, I don't want to say it's not, I don't think it's easy money. When people say that, it doesn't, like if you're going to put a link from Amazon, that might feel easy. But when you're promoting and supporting another person's resource, if you're not getting your hands in there, you're not getting dirty and you're not like doing, doing all you can, you, it's almost like you're representing your own. It's almost like you, in your mind, it's yours as well. If you don't feel like that, it's, it's harder to have more success. That's just something to also keep in mind. So anyway, so I hope this makes you decide and I hope it, it helps you, you know, think about some things you want to consider if you make this choice. In the meantime, if you are ready to podcast, you know where you can find me. I only want people that are ready to podcast. I'm not going to convince you to podcast. If you know that's the right thing for you, then you can check out trinadebreteachingandlearning.com forward slash pat. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at teacherpreneurs, raise your hand, or on my website, Trina Debery, teaching and learning, teacherpreneurs, raise your hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.